Yowzers. Hello? We're still going? Yeah. It's a fake ending. Fake ending to an episode beginning. Yeah. <laughs> like a taco bell inside a pizza hut i don't know <laughs> get me hungry now yeah. but you know what's up it's rooster grooves baby i'm jesse across from me is Draper Purcell, the founder of signal radio welcome everybody we're talking about music music yes welcome along what's up jay pretty good i don't so, know, i never know what to say you know <laughs> we, we have this like whole <laughs> intro thing i'm always a bit nervous when you're like what's up jay like, i don't know what to say now say whatever you want that's the beauty <laughs> That is the beauty. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna think about this from future episodes on. I'm gonna just say a wisdom that I've culled from somewhere from artists, the internet. Yeah, there you like go. Like a word of like an inspirational quote of the day or something like that. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I think I'm gonna find that. I like it. Yeah. Uh, we are talking about Moonchild today. Yes. Mm-hmm. A musical group, three people. Yes. Amber Navran, Andres Matson, and Max Burke. Yeah. We got a neo soul jazz R and B fusion. Yep. Trio. Trio. Just really cool, vibey, uh, neo soul production. Yep. Uh, woman Amber's woman vocalist. Yep. So it's like a nice, sweet, soft. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of vocal palette. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, very expressive. Likens to like. I guess people have said Erica Badu mm-hmm. and the just kind of general stylings, although she's not trying to emulate that or copy it in any way. Yeah. Just kind of comes naturally. Um, but these guys have, they've worked with a bunch of huge names. Like um, there's, I don't know, Steve Wander. <laughs> I'm not sure if I know that guy. Oh, Steve Wander. Steve Wander. Oh, is this? I don't know. Stevie Wander. Yeah. Is yeah. that the, I don't know. The internet, <laughs> Jill Scott. Yeah. Robert Glasper, mm-hmm. James Poyser, Jazzy Jeff, mm-hmm. as in DJ Jazzy Jeff, I think. Uh, Ninth Wonder, yep. Tyler the Creator. Yeah. So you know they've been around the block. They started in 2011. Yeah. What do you got, Jay? Good overview. Five albums out so far since 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, um, well, we'll get into it a little bit, but like, yeah, I mean, R&B, neo soul, straight up. They're just kind of right in that niche, yeah, and they're doing it really well. We did an episode on Hiatus Coyote, which is one of their influences. They've cited um, that's a Australian group out of Melbourne. Um, if you like Hiatus Coyote, you'll like Moonchild. Vice versa, if you've never heard of uh, Hiatus Coyote, go check out our episode on them. Cross promotion already this early in the episode. Yeah, um, try to get it out early. Both of those artists are good. Hiatus Coyote is great. Yeah, and uh, Moonchild. Comes in with their own energy and is doing stuff that's very good. Yeah. LA based. So they, they've done US tours. They started to do European tours. They're just, they've sort of, I don't want to give too much away just yet. But <laughs> no, no. It's I mean, like, uh, you know. I mean, that's pretty much it. They yeah. won the Jazz FM Award mm-hmm. for the category Soul Act of the Year. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, so yeah. that's, yeah. they got some accolades going. Yeah. Um, the only thing I'll say about just the general band themselves, Moonchild, they're all multi-instrumentalists. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have a lot of experience before they started making music. Right. Yeah. And they were kind of learning as they were going, DIY style, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah. 
and really inspiring. And yeah. they're just awesome musicians. Yeah. Um, they were all going to like jazz school. Mm-hmm. So they were in this you know, jazz academy yeah. and they met each other, learned it. We'll talk more about it, but they're all multi-instrumentalists and they play like six instruments each yeah, yeah. from like, I, I think there's a saxophone, one plays a flute. Yeah. I think they all play keys um, and they all do a little bit of production yeah. and some other instruments that I didn't mention, but yeah. talented group of people making yeah. really good music. And overall, just a really positive um, vibe. Yeah. Let's get some more vibes. Let's get it. And then we'll get into the details. Yes. child and their fake endings so that was uh <laughs> Jeez. a track called cure from their album voyager um good vibes neo soul here on Rooster grooves so yeah three piece we got going on here as we already made name checked earlier in the episode uh they all studied at usc right studied university of southern california baby there you go yeah um, in the, yeah. uh, in like circa 2012. Oh, okay, really? Yeah, because they look, they don't look young. I'm now I'm judging them. <laughs> That's what my notes say, guys. That's what my notes say. No, I think you're right, but they, I think <laughs> they just maybe they have old souls. Like when I've seen them interviewed, they don't seem like the mm-hmm. recent. Well, I guess 2012 is not recent. I don't know. Now it's 2023. My mind is warped on sense of time it's getting like you know worse as the years go by exactly like, yeah. what's going on yeah. but um yeah like you said they're all multi-instrumentalists uh the one common instrument well they have many common instruments but but being horn players horn players is uh the main thing uh they all play saxophone um alto saxophone tenor saxophone they all play synths and keys they all produce they all make their own beats um, they use Logic Pro. I saw them, a little clip of them using Logic. Hollaback. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I mean, I don't know too much about like their personal history, like of each member. I don't know if you have anything on that. But, no, like, not really. Uh, I couldn't find any early yeah. stuff yeah. about parents or, you know, house, like early child living. Right. Yeah. Um, not a lot of great information like that. Or maybe it's just I didn't do a great job of researching, but we didn't find it either way. It's just a little bit of info I have on Amber, the singer. Uh, she said her first love was saxophone. She fell in love with jazz in high school and then decided to study music in college. Mm-hmm. Um, when the band started, Moonchild, she was working in a bakery and she was teaching music lessons on the side through like five different companies. After she'd finish her baking shift, she'd do the music lessons. And then after that, she would go and work on the music for Moonchild kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, so putting in the work. Putting in the work, yeah. And 
and she'd uh, sort of pursued a solo career like she was going to do stuff anyway um and that's kind of how this the group came together like she knew uh max and andris from being in college and playing music together apparently they used to just like play like they used to like write their own tunes i think a little bit mm -hmm. but they'd also play like stevie wonder covers and stuff like that um but she had put together a solo project and was going on like a little west coast tour right um so that's kind of where our story begins yeah and so what do you have on that the west coast tour amber's oh uh, well, i mean basically she had a solo project yeah. and she like you said she was just gonna be like the solo artist and i don't know what i was i was listening to her speak in some of these interviews and i she was she was kind of joking about it as if it wasn't like a real tour mm. um i think it was like a half like it was like a tour yeah but i think it was like you know smaller venues it wasn't yeah. like a label was pushing her to you know open up for big artists and going to big venues and it was a big thing yeah. not a lot of promotion yeah uh, i think it was almost completely diy and she set it up herself yeah um with her own music and so i and i think she was just like staying with family yeah. and it was more of a casual diy yeah upstart type thing she hadn't been signed and you know people right. weren't pushing her out and promoting and whatnot yeah um so she kind of just built this tour for herself and she needed some band members so she hired these guys yeah um to be the band and so they basically yeah. road trip down the west coast yeah playing amber's music yeah yeah i think uh i can't remember which member i think it might have been andrus like almost wasn't part of this there was supposed to be another person yeah somebody else band. was uh, yeah. was hired on for the tour and then couldn't do it i think then, a week right. like a week out before the tour was supposed to head out yeah he canceled for some reason yeah i can't remember the reason yeah and so the three of them set off on this little tour and in uh, Amber's Toyota RAV4, mm. there you go, here's a picture of a Toyota RAV4. Boom. I cool. think it might be the one. I think I saw it. I'm going to find it. Same color. I think we have a couple of the That's members the of one. the band. This is the one on the screen right this now. This very car. For our YouTube viewers. Um, for everyone else, sorry. I don't know what a Toyota RAV4 looks like off the top of my head. Compact um, SUV. Yeah, compact SUV. There you go. Uh, she was driving, they were uh, going from venue to venue and they were bonding over their shared love of music. Mm -hmm. So just playing stuff in the stereo. Yeah. In the car stereo. And I think, you know, at a certain point, like they were turned on to neo-soul music. I mm -hmm. think probably as far back as college, like so before this moment on the road trip kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and... And they were all individually hooked on the sound of like neo soul and like old soul music as well. Right. I think they were just um, all discovering neo soul at about the same time as well. Right. So they all yeah. kind of fell into it. Yeah, yeah. And realized, oh, we all like this. Yeah, yeah. All around the same period of time. Yeah. So like that was really the nucleus of them wanting to make music together and form a project together. Mm -hmm. Um. I think that there was like what some story of them like mid road trip and they were like laying out looking at the stars or something like that. That's what I was about to say. I think yeah, yeah. it was yeah exactly what you said. Some mid road trip time they had some free time. It was a beautiful night. Whatever they decided to lay out in the grass, right? Probably like literally on the side of the road yeah. or nearby where they're staying. You know, I don't know, yeah. but somewhere on the road yeah. on the tour, and they're in a. I'm I'm somewhat speculating, but this is the truth that, uh, based on these interviews. You know, so they're like out laying on this beautiful field. It's a beautiful California night, pretty warm. The stars are out and they're all kind of like laying on their backs, um, bonding, like talking about music, talking about what they want to do with music. And that this is where this conversation kind of starts like, hey, we should be a band. Mm -hmm. Let's write music together. Mm -hmm. 
and let's do this. Mm. And that was the kind of initial spark um, that kind of it was the culmination of them, you know, bonding over music in the car and and me like bonding as people and playing the her music on live as well. They were like doing this whole yeah. thing. It was like a, it wasn't just a trip. It was like they yeah. were playing music as well in between these moments. Which is yeah, crazy, so yeah. it was already like they had a step ahead. Yeah, and they were like, let's actually do this. Yeah, like yeah. we could do something bigger and better than all of us if yeah. we put our efforts together. Yeah, and it was vibing. So they were like, let's do it. Yeah, and they did it. Yeah. Um, and that was the genesis. Straight up. So I think they finished the tour, mm -hmm. came back home, started writing, basically. Yeah, sounds like it. And it just sounds like it started organically. Maybe I don't know if they really had the intention of making an album at the very beginning of making the music. But it was... I, I think basically they said, like, let's see if we can make an album. Okay. Like yeah. casually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they didn't, they weren't like, we're going to make an album and we're going to go tour. Yeah, yeah. They were just like, this is a really fun idea. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's right. have fun. Yeah. We're already having fun on tour. Yeah. Let's just call ourselves a band yeah. and make it make music together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So very casual, just kind of naturally came together, organic style. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I do have a couple of the artists that they were bonding over. Mm. D'Angelo. Yeah. Already mentioned Erica Badu. Yeah. You can definitely hear it in the tracks we've played. Yeah. The Snow, the Soulquarians. Mm. I don't know too much about them. No. Nor do I. Yeah. Uh, Robert Glasper. Okay. We already mentioned him as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so those are just a uh, you know a couple of the things. Yeah, and yeah. So I guess basically, I don't want to. I hope I'm not jumping too far out of order, mm. but they were all they were getting set and they had some music and they were going to go on tour mm. with with Jill Scott. Yeah, is that basically what's up next? So I think a little far ahead. Yeah. So basically, they well they put this yeah, first album together just by themselves. Um, in their own, they each have like their own like home studio setups, I think, mm -hmm. um, and made the album that way pretty much. And like you said earlier, like they taught themselves this process as well. Like mm -hmm. they didn't know anything about mixing or engineering. Right. Um, so they figured that out in the process. But I think really it was just like, um, uh, I think it was Max that mentioned like the fact that they're all like sponges. Uh, as people like they basically listened to all of this music and really absorbed it and like kind of internalized it mm -hmm. and then wanted to make music that was like that mm -hmm. you know that they could like reshare new new neo soul music kind of thing which is really crazy and and they did it yeah and i think i'm not i'm not sure how jill scott knew about them i know like amber does maybe some session work for some of these artists that we mentioned kind of thing. Um, so it might've been through that. Do you know? Or I don't know that? Yeah. more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the Jill Scott connection, they went on tour with her. Right? Uh, so, I uh, mean, I think they were about to. Okay. I can't remember right. specifically how they got connected. Yeah. Um, but just through kind of the story we've been telling, they got yeah. connected. Yeah. And this was like 2020. Right. Oh. Or no, wait, wait, wait. Uh, wait. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, hold on. Let me okay. pause this for a second. Right. I think I jumped to my notes. Okay. I don't know. No, let me back out of it. I just had a, a weird okay. note in the wrong spot, okay. and I just read it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, so they're bonding over music. They start a band. They produce these songs. They start writing. They make some music. And they put out this album, Be Free, in mm -hmm. 2012. Um, and it is solidly polished right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's like, I mean, 
I would have not known that these people didn't know how to mix or, or had just learned how to mix did, and engineer while I was making this album. Did they mix and master it themselves and put it out? I think they probably paid for it to be mastered. Might have had someone else mix it as well. Mm -hmm. um, but they produced it all themselves. Yeah. So they played everything that you hear on it. They made everything that you hear on it. Um, but I mean, just yeah. to say, it's a very, it's very yeah. impressive yeah. in general. Yeah. With seemingly their lack of production knowledge and yeah. skill and um, just experience. Yeah. And they were able to come out with a professional, yeah. really good sounding album that people connect with. Yeah, and I think what happened is they sort of did two things off of this. Uh, first thing they did is they did like their little mini West Coast tour thing again, probably like a similar route to they did like initially for the solo thing. Because mm -hmm. I think they know a lot of people, like they could crash at people's places. And yeah, they said it wasn't a big, t it was just like literally people and places they knew right. along the West Coast kind of thing. Um, and uh, I think... Andres had also separately from this done a little bit of music for some filmmaker and in return this filmmaker made a few like music video type things for a few tracks off of the B3 album and this is 2012 and, and they kind of Amber sort of mentioned this was before Instagram I'm not sure I feel like Instagram was around then but maybe it wasn't as big or they didn't do video on it or something like that it was early Instagram yeah so they had shared like these music videos on the internet and they got like hit a bunch of listeners and fans and stuff like that and and they said it was crazy like they got a really good reaction from it kind of thing so that basically just inspired them to keep going and, and yeah, yeah including yeah. other artists were giving them praise as well yeah uh, like i mentioned which i shouldn't have mentioned to, that we cut out we cut it out already so jill scott yeah did, so i never said that <laughs> Um, including artists such as Jill Scott, yeah, that I've said for the first time on this episode. Yeah. DJ Jazzy Jeff, yeah, mentioned. Yeah, uh, Steve Wander, don't know that guy. Um, <laughs> Are you joking when you say that? <laughs> <laughs> you know who he is? Yeah, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> Can't tell if you're joking or um, not. <laughs> that, that's the point. Okay. Um, uh, so okay, so yeah. they released this first album, Be Free. So I'm yeah, I'm not sure yeah. at what point. I think it was this, yeah, it was this album that they got all that praise from, from all those big name people, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and uh, and and so it was like instantly, once you have all those multiple people putting you on, like, you're going to get new listeners coming, flooding through sort of thing. Yeah, it's just, um, it's like social credit. Like yeah. Stevie Wonder said our album was good. Yeah. That's going to, it's like a Yelp review. It's like, yeah. okay. Then I'll give it a listen if if I you know love Stevie Wonder and Stevie Wonder says this band is good and it, yeah it wasn't just also that they just said it was good it was like they actually like in the case of Stevie Wonder apparently I heard the story where he heard the music and then asked one of his representatives to call them like literally well I mean that that hours. is the story we, yeah, yeah. Um, you yeah. know we should lay it out but yeah. basically they released this album Be Free yeah and then Stevie Wonder heard it yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I'm saying the same thing that you said, but I'm just yeah. trying to lay it out in a clearer yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, cause the Stevie wonder heard your album and then had his people call you and say, Hey, open up for my band. Mm -hmm. Come on tour with me, play a show the next day. Not even in the future. It was like literally tomorrow. Can you yeah. play the show tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. You don't say no to, no to Stevie Wonder. <laughs> exactly. So it was, it was that instance. And these, yeah. I think it was around Christmas. So these band members uh, yeah. had to like call out of their family time right. like uh i know i was going to go to christmas but i'm um, yeah. stevie wonder called me so i'm going to go yeah exactly yeah that's what you do uh, 
Stevie want me Stevie to share the stage with Stevie, yeah. I'm going to go. Yeah. I'll do Christmas at home next year. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, awesome opportunity, obviously. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it was, and it's that, and, and it's been, um, so just kind of, uh, I guess, to touch on like their trajectory for a second, all of those big, that big stuff happened with this first album, Be Free. In general terms, though, they've talked about it being like a, like a slow, organic rise kind of thing. I said the first album, all of this stuff happened, like the Stevie Wonder one-off thing, mm -hmm. but also mostly just touring the West Coast. Right. They do the second album, and then their tour gets expanded. They do a few more dates on the East Coast kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Third album comes out. They do West Coast, East Coast, and Europe kind mm -hmm. of thing. And so throughout this whole time as well, like the press, certain media outlets are getting to know them. There's a big uh, scene of like neo soul lovers out there, like that have like a lot of websites, radio shows that people listen to and stuff like that. And so they're getting support from that sort of community as well, kind of thing. So just sort of interesting, kind of like slow, steady output. No like one big thing that's like happened. They're just like doing their thing and the stuff's happening yeah. kind of thing. Although yeah. I would say Stevie Wonder calling to play a, so, a show would be a huge well, yeah. catalyst. For sure. I mean, if it happened in my life, it yeah. would be like one of the biggest things that ever happened in my life that set yeah. a new trajectory. It's true. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. So just, yeah. They're, they're putting in the work. Yeah. 100%. I'm yeah. not taking that away from them, but yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, that's for a new up and coming band. Yeah. And a, a, a legend, yeah. literally a living legend calls you. Right. That, I, I got to say, that's a huge thing. I forgot. Yeah, he's a living legend. Yes, for sure. So, um, but yeah, anyway, so. Yeah. Be Free. Yeah. Next is Rewind 2015. Yeah. Comes out 10 songs. Yeah. You know, base, um, you know, more of the same. And I don't mean that in yeah. a bad way, but Moonchild is really exploring this neo-soul, yeah. R&B kind of sector of the music industry. Yeah. And they're they're not we're not talking about a, a progressive band right now. Yeah. We're not talking about people who are just doing brand new things and trying new techniques yeah. and just, you know, they're just doing something very well. Yeah. And like, I don't know what the best way to say it is. Cause I, I feel like I'm, it's lame to say that, but like, they're just doing it very well. And that's simply what's impressive about it. When you can yeah. like copy, not copy, but like engage with a genre and, do it really well and so that people enjoy it mm -hmm. but you're not it doesn't come across as copying yeah or you know it doesn't come across as um just doing the same thing that other people have done and recreating it yeah like they're they're doing it at such a high level that people are like oh wow yeah that's next level neo soul yeah um and so that's what's impressive about what they're doing yeah uh so i'm just saying please rewind is kind of more of the same they're finding out more about who they're who they are as you know, multi-instrumentalists and as a band, mm -hmm. as a unit. Yeah. And so they're just playing with that idea. And I think this album shows that they grew a little bit. Um, they got a little bit better at production. Yeah. But overall, it's just another solid album. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's nothing. It's, it's crazy. Like, I was listening through bits of each album and there was no drastic shift or change or an evolution. And I mean that, yeah, kind of in a complimentary way as well because... Mm -hmm. It's it's like it kind of sounds like they knew what they were doing when they started and they haven't let up like kind right of thing. no yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. they came out strong and they yeah. maintained that yeah um, and I mean I I say we just go through this 
Yeah. I don't really have anything else to say on that album particularly. Yeah. So, you know, they, they go, they do that album, they tour on it. Steady growth. Yeah. Steady incline trajectory of you know, more people knowing about them. So like still only US touring, but they're adding the East Coast mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. So like, yeah. just like a slow, yeah. steady growth yeah. over the past decade. Yeah. Well, you know, exactly like 10 years about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So then this is a kind of a, um, uh, I don't know if poignant is the right word, but Voyager, mm-hmm. the album Voyager comes out in 2017. And I think that's where they really make their mark. Mm-hmm. As far as their first three albums go, that was like, it's the best one mm-hmm. since they started as a band mm-hmm. is what I would say. It's just the most cohesive. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's a, it, it has 13 songs. It's pretty packed. We played a couple of tracks already. Yeah. That's from that album. Exactly. Voyager, yeah. And so you yeah. can hear how just like what a home run it was. Yeah. The production's great. The writing's great. And it just all really culminates into a strong package. Yeah. Um, and that's what Voyager is. It's interesting because I think there was a bit of a change in this because for the previous two albums, I don't think they really worked together, for, like per se. But for Voyager, um, it said it took them three years to write, and they finished it. Um, at Max's Max's girlfriend's parents had a cabin in Lake Arrowhead, which is this beautiful, lush place in California. Um, and the, all three of them, like after like basically putting the blueprint of all the songs together, like all went to this cabin and finished the album together, kind of thing, which is something that it sounds like they hadn't done before, kind of thing. So, right, like probably contributed to this, how the solidity of this album sounding, kind of thing. Like, no, a hundred percent, I bet. Yeah, yeah, I think that's exactly what it was. Yeah, and so what a success. Yeah, and I think that's the. I, Great album, yeah. best one that they've put out. Yeah. Um, probably until their last album that they've come out, which we'll talk yeah. about in a second. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, I don't know. I'm just moving through. This stuff is really good. Um, there's not, you know, I'm not trying to talk bad about this, but it's just they're doing the same thing over and over. It's one of those bands, yeah. and they do it very well. Yeah. And I, I can't say enough about it. I mean, you have a track from Little Ghost, right? This is that. Uh, this is the next album. Yeah. So 2019. Yeah. It's 14 songs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before we say anything else, let's play that track. All right. This is called Sweet Love. love for a moon child from their album little ghost little ghost is the name of a nebula apparently that's where they got that title from that's cool yeah i didn't know that they were going through uh um different space things to try and come up with titles uh they went through names of moons um and then yeah they settled on little ghost from nebula nice yeah um and uh well 
I was going to say, I have, I don't know if you want to do it now or later in the show, but I have 10 creative tips from Amber. Let's do it now. You're doing it now? I okay. like it. All right. Um, so she was asked, do you have any habits that you feel contribute to your effectiveness? Mm -hmm. And all of these are really good. So first one is setting deadlines and asking for help. Nice. Working through fear. I like it. Be brave. Doing things you don't think you're capable of. Yes. Goal setting. Setting goals. Self-forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Be kind to yourself. Taking intentional time to rest and refuel. Intentional. Intentional time to rest. Supporting your peers. Mm -hmm. Finding a community of people in the same position and talking through your experiences together. Mm -hmm. Journal often. Mm. reflect and finally finding ways to quiet the inner critic and trust your own judgment mm -hmm. that's very comprehensive and you know that's a very good list well-rounded yeah i like that yeah that is very good yeah that's something to hang up on your fridge yeah for sure <laughs> look up every day yeah um, that's great though and uh yeah the other thing to say about this group this trio is it's funny there's nothing edgy about them yeah they're, they're like just like nice normal people yeah <laughs> yeah i just feel like every interview i see i i think i could just like bump into them like in the coffee shop or something like that or yeah and they'll just or, be normal uh, boring be people normal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's no controversy happening here with yeah this. it's funny because you listen to their music and it's like in a way, futuristic neo soul and forward thinking. Mm -hmm. I've seen like one clip of him when like one of the guys walks in with his phone and is like, "Yeah, I put my shoes in the dryer and I recorded this." <laughs> and they're like, "I think it's a beat." And then beat. You, you can hear it, and it's like, <laughs> and then it's like, "Yeah, that is a beat." That these, is a beat. These people think in really creative, fun, future, funky ways, but they're like the most normal. Hate to say it, boring people. <laughs> and no, boring in a good way. I don't know. No, but that's. Yeah. I think like we all have that in us. Yeah, like we all have it in us to be boring and normal. Yeah, quote unquote. Yeah, and those same people that are boring and normal and safe yeah. have the power to be creative and outgoing and progressive. Yeah, it's, so you don't need to us. be a creative, a crazy extrovert, blah, 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 whatever that entails. To yeah. make music like this. you don't have to feel like an artist to yeah. make great art yeah yeah because these these people they're not about fame or image mm -hmm. they're just normal people making good music and and they don't have any other um contrived things that they're attaching to this like success or anything like mm -hmm. that they literally all they say is you just want to make good music and that we're happy with and that people like like yeah that, and that's it like yeah there's no know. story there they're yeah. just they like what they do. Yeah. There's They're no controversy fun. here. Yeah. There's no illegal activities <laughs> happening. Like this. Not, not even any dating within the band or <laughs> yeah, you know, right, yeah. nothing. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Like they're well-rounded, down-to-earth, cool, chill people. Yeah. Doing yeah. great stuff. And yeah. it shows that we're all capable of that. Yeah. We can all do what they're doing. Yeah. Anybody can. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. And I think um, uh, uh, the other thing to say, and I think like, they walk what the talk, if you know what I mean, kind of thing. Like I just gave that list of 10 things that Amber said, um, but I think she actually puts them to work and you can see it and hear it. 
Yeah, um, I don't think those don't sound like something that she just came up with to satisfy the interviewer. No, you know. Um, yeah, not at all. That's something she lives by. It sounds like um, because one of the other things she does is she I have kind of a quote here. She said, "One of my goals in music is to build empowering, supportive community of creatives within the music industry." Um, and the music scene that I'm in. So I think in order to reverse a lot of the discrepancies in the representation of women, you have to be intentional about who you call, who you're working with, who you're posting about, and who you're supporting. That like definitely ties into like mm -hmm. her list of things. Um, she said, without that intentionality, I think you're going to change a lot slower kind of thing. So you need to be intentional about this stuff. And like... They're doing it, and then uh, this sort of plays into COVID times, right? And their last album, the most recent album, Starfruit, mm -hmm. um, because this is the first one when they have a lot of collaborations on it, right? Yeah, um, for sure. They got um, Tank and the Bangers right here. We did an episode on them. Very good stuff. Yeah. Lala Hathaway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty big. Yeah. I got a list here. You got yeah, yeah, no, go for it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say my list. Yeah, say your list. Alex Isley, mm -hmm. heard the name, not familiar. Rhapsody, mm -hmm. know the name, mm -hmm. not familiar. Um, uh, I'm not saying, uh, I'm not sure if I'm saying it right. Il Camille. Okay. I think, uh, yeah. I think it's Il Camille. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mumu Fresh. Okay. I don't know all of these people. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, not sorry. Shantae Can. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, let us know if you guys know about those artists. I don't know some of those names, but. These are some of the names they're doing big things in the music industry and Moonchild featured all of those artists on this latest album, Starfruit from 2022. Ties into one of Amber's things, support your peers. There I it is. the fact we haven't heard or not familiar with some of these artists because maybe they're at the same mm -hmm. level as Moonchild, mm -hmm. similar vein, genre, and they're supporting their peers. Yeah. I mean, I think one thing they said about this is these all these people that collab they had to collaborate on here were people that they loved and were listening to mm -hmm. and it was kind of like their dream collaboration list and so they already had their songs and then they were like oh i want to have tank bangers on this track kind of mm -hmm. thing. And, um and they literally did that and contacted them and they said it was a stroke of luck because it was during covid and no one could tour right so no one everyone was at home and so they were all available and to like say yes and it seems kind of a little bit crazy to me that you would just ascend like Tank and the Bangers one song specifically and that they actually like it and do something on it. And that's what seemed to happen with all of these tracks. All of these artists liked mm -hmm. what they heard and were inspired enough to add something to it and then send it back to them kind of mm -hmm. thing. Like, um, and that's how those tracks came about. It sounded like yeah, on this album, Starfruit. So, yeah. So yeah. super great stuff. I think yeah. this is one of their best things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so. You know, I would yeah. even dare to say start with Starfruit if you're trying to, you never listened to this band Moonchild mm -hmm. and yeah. trying to get into it. Although it does have a bunch of um, features, which sometimes I would stay away from if I'm just trying to really experience what the band is about. Yeah. So in that respect, I would start with probably the first album. Or maybe Voyager. I don't know. Or maybe Voyager. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Voyager is my, yeah. I'll land on Voyager as my yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah. Start with Voyager, then go to the first album, yeah. then go to the last album. Right. Boom. Yeah. Boom, out. That's what you got to do. <laughs> um, but that brings yeah. us, that, that album, Starfruit, came out in 2022. That's mm -hmm. the latest thing. Yeah. And uh, that brings us up to date. I think they did 
They did play in Seattle in 2022. They did? In June uh, or July, I believe. So okay. we missed that. Right. Yep. Um, I do know Moonchild has played... I think they did a Tiny Desk concert. Yes. I think 2019, I mm -hmm. think I saw somewhere. Which yeah. was pretty cool. And I did want to mention how you mentioned... Um, what she was, she, she was speaking about, you know, ideas and intention and stuff. And that's one thing she makes sure to do, or as a band, at least they, they stop the set sometime in the middle of their set when they're playing a live show mm. and they just talk to the audience for a second, mm. just a minute or so. And they just have like a little speech and they're like, treat each other well, you know, saying some positive things, whatever. Yeah. And they, they just make a little speech about it and be like, yeah, let's do this. Let's try to be good people. Yeah. Yada yada. But they just it's cool that they do that with intention as well. And they, they um, just said that they, they do that at normal shows and they didn't they didn't want to change that for the tiny desk concert. So they even did it there too. Oh gosh. And yeah. I just I yeah, just check yeah. it out because I th mm. I think it's really cool how she does things as mentioned with intention. Mm. I think that's huge. I think that's powerful. Yeah. And I think they're they're using that power to manifest the, the career that they've garnered. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to be at one of their shows though, because it's to me like one of the best shows I've ever been to crowd wise was Lamb mm. in London years and years ago. We did an episode on Lamb. Mm -hmm. Might have talked about it then. But the the vibe of like everyone that was there that liked Lamb was like on my level. It's like the first time I've been to a show. It's like, oh, these are cool people. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I might get that vibe at a Moonchild show, maybe. Like yeah. some of the people that show up there would be like I feel like this is you the know, kind of band that brings yeah. people together like that. Yeah, yeah. Through the yeah. music, through the, yeah. the collaborations, through the love that they put into the project. Yeah. That's what's being communicated to the people. Yeah. And then those are the people who want to go to the show. Yeah. So I believe yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. They're, they're very, like, nice, normal people, positive, making great future forward sounding neo soul music. Mm-hmm. And they have all of this intent and positive way of achieving things, which they live by in what they're doing. It's crazy. So I like it. Moonchild. Moonchild. Yeah. Check it out. I like it. That's all I got, Jay. That's all I got. Let's bounce out of here. Yeah. This was a fun one. I like Moonchild. Jay likes Moonchild. You guys should like Moonchild. We are out. If you guys want to hit us up, you can hang out with us on Instagram. At Rooster Grooves. TikTok at Signal Radio. YouTube at Rooster Grooves. And I think that's everywhere we are online. But if you want to hit us up directly with some info or you got uh, something nice to say or something mean to say, we accept those as well. Mm -hmm. um, and you can hit us up directly at the email. Jay's got it. We're out. Rooster Grooves at SignalRadio.com. S I G N L Radio.com. Peace. is a production of Signal Radio. For more music and independent culture, 
visit signalradio.com. That's S-I-G-N-L radio.com. <laughs>